0: And I'm going to read, I'm going to focus on verse 13 for just a second, but I'm going to start in verse 12 so we have a little bit of context what the Lord's doing in our lives in the midst of this. If I have to have a takeaway verse or scripture from this time, there would be this. I was in Malawi, Africa, by the way. If you don't know where Malawi, Africa is, don't worry, you're not alone. Most people don't. It's a country in sub-Saharan Africa, the southeastern part of the continents about the size of Tennessee. Um, I'll tell you a little bit more about it in just a second. So Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 and 13, it says this. So then, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Verse 13. For it is God who is at work in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. No matter what we're doing, foreign missions, local missions, we should be involved in all of it. None of it happens if it is not God that is at work in each and every one of us. And the most beautiful thing, one thing that I continue to learn and really opened my eyes this summer is that God, even in the midst of places where the gospel is not, God is at work in the minds and the hearts of people. He is preparing the hearts and minds of people the gospel to hear the gospel and god is working in them to change them from the inside out malawi is a place very similar to here in regards to christianity there's a lot of churches uh on in every town there's at least two or three churches different denominations and i told myself I, i was actually lived there for a few months in 2009 and i told myself i'd love to go back some of my family are there and i would consider them family that are there i wouldn't go back though because this place is reached they can reach this people we have launched them missionaries have gone for years and we have launched them to reach their neighbors and the nations in that place so i told the lord i said there's i'm not going back there's no reason to and i went back but the reason we went back is there's a lady she's a professor at nsu and she is a sign language interpreter and professor of sign language there on campus and she's become really plugged in at the bcm there on campus and the lord has been stirring in her heart to reach the deaf people around the world deaf people is one of the largest people groups remaining on earth that have little to no access of the gospel around the world and so She began to do research as the Lord was working on her, and she came to me one day, and she goes, Bryce, I want to be able to do some mission work, and I've been doing research on countries around the world, and what is one of the most the places that need the gospel most in the deaf population around the world. And I figured out where I would like to try and go. I said, okay, where is it? She goes, have you ever heard of a place called Malawi? I said, well, as a matter of fact, I have. I even spent a few months there. And so if you don't think that is God, I don't know what what you're thinking. Because the connections are there. Some of my best friends are there. People that are in the Baptist Convention are there. In fact, the president of the Baptist Convention of Malawi is a really good friend of mine. I don't know how he got it because he's a weirdo. Um, But the connections are already there. God has already been orchestrating and working on the hearts and minds of somebody that didn't even know that the connections were there and the people over in Malawi. And so we get to Malawi, and that's, it, it was honestly one of the best teams and projects I've ever been a part of. Because we get there, and we have an assigned area that we're going to go to. They found a deaf school that is there. And we get to the deaf school, and there's a couple of the professors. They get off the bus, and they start signing with the children. And the language is a little bit different. I'm not going to go into the details of that, but they can figure it out, and they're having conversations. And the kids go crazy. They've rarely had anybody that can communicate with them. The professors don't teach sign because the professors are even hardly no sign. They teach by writing English on the chalkboard and having them read lips in the language called Chichewa. So I don't know if that would be confusing to you, but that would be confusing to me. Anyway, so they start signing with the children, and they go crazy, just excited. Somebody that can talk with me and someone that gets it. And then one of the, our Ottomanized our students, she graduated in December, actually. She's deaf. She was born um, 80% hearing loss, and now it's about 95 to 100% hearing loss. But she gets off the bus, and they realize that she is also deaf. And she traveled around the world to be able to spend time with them and share with them, and they went Ballistic swarming her talking to her somebody like me that can communicate like me and with me and it changed the world but that wasn't why we were going we weren't just going to meet them and we went all over the country actually meeting different uh schools different people at different schools, to get connections with them. Boy, we've got a lot of connections. There's plenty of work to do. But this is an unreached deaf population in a country that has gospel influence everywhere but with the deaf population. It's crazy. So they spend a couple of days with them, and I'm there of no use, really. Um, But I'm actually able to work with a couple churches doing some leadership training and, and different things, which was great. But as they're there working with the deaf leaders, the professors, and the students that are there, they really begin to hit it off and understand and be able to speak to one another. They begin to share about Jesus and God and the cross, and this is, by the way, a Catholic private school. But when they start sharing about Jesus, the cross, and God, they say, well, we've heard of Jesus, we've heard of God, we've heard of the cross, but we've never realized that all of these things are together and that Jesus is God and he's the son of God. For the first time, they actually heard the gospel in their life. In an area just similar to here, they have churches in every town and in every community. They get to hear the gospel for the first time in a language that they understand. And so Don, Jamie, and Dana, the main interpreters for the trip, they go on and they said, we need to be able to tell stories from creation to Christ. So they take the next day and a half staying up through the night, creating sign language stories from creation to Christ in 10 sets to be able to share with them the story of Christ, the story of creation and God's gospel for them. And so they take the next two days after that, and they tell those stories to these students. And at the end of it, the last night that we're there, we show the Jesus film. And if you haven't seen the Jesus film, it's just a depiction of uh, Jesus' life, crucifixion, and resurrection. But you can't do it in just the normal way because not only can they not read Chichewa, they wouldn't be able to keep up with reading English. And there's not an ASL version out yet. And so they would show the video, but then they would go back and explain it in sign language. And then it got to the last part where Christ is going up to, to be crucified and then obviously to be resurrected. And they say, we're going to show you this whole clip, but let's explain this to you first. So they explain the crucifixion. They explain the resurrection. And then they show the clip. And for the first time, I see all of these students' eyes just get wide because they get it. They get the whole picture. They've been learning for the last few days, and now they see it for the first time in a visual way that they can understand for the first time, and their eyes and their minds are made wide open in how the Lord can work. But it's not only there with the students, and we have several schools that we're going to be able to partner with and go back with, and you can too if you want to, Um, Whether you know sign or not, you can learn it, or you can go there and learn it. The Malawians were learning alongside them. For some reason, I have a block. I can't learn very much. I can spell my name. If you know your ABCs and sign, you will do just fine there, all right? So if you know your ABCs, come on. But not only there, not with just the schools, but there was a church there, Jusomo Baptist Church, which means Grace Baptist Church. We went and spoke at uh, our last Sunday that we were there. And while we were there, I was speaking, and we had uh, one of the guys who a pastor. He was translating from English to Chewa. And then we had um, Jamie and Don, a professor and a student, who came with us translating from English to sign language. And then Don would take the sign language and interpret it into deaf sign language where they actually understand what, understood what was going on. And we had been meeting with different people in different villages throughout the last for the, about ten days. And so we had about four people that decided to join us that were deaf, that were going to get to go to church and understand what's going on for the very first time in their life. Again, church is all around them, but this is the first time they're going to get to go and actually understand what's going on. So they get to hear, They get to be a part of the church service. It's a beautiful thing. They're signing. Everything's great. We're getting ready to load up back in the bus uh, to go home for the evening. And there was another gentleman that come up after church, and he starts signing with Jamie and Don. And, he signed, and this is a guy I hadn't seen before or met before. Well, I asked Jamie and Don after we left, we were in the bus, I go, who was that? And they said, that was a guy that goes to church there. He's a member of a church there, but he has a friend from a long way that actually was deaf, and he learned how to sign because of the friend. Guys, I don't know if you're seeing it. I don't know if you're seeing the pieces being put together for this church to make an impact for the kingdom of God, not only exciting in the southeast, but just Somo Baptist Church in Malawi. This guy decided he's going to start meeting with the pastor and get discipled more so that not only can he interpret, but he can actually invest in these young, deaf men that since we've left, two have given their life to Christ and have joined the church. That's what God is up to, right? And you guys hear, you know, a couple of salvations, and that's great, and that's beautiful. We love to hear that thing. But not only do we hear a couple of salvations, but I hear two people that God is about to send on mission to a population group that is, is an unreached people in this country, that these two people that God is equipping right now, that used a couple of weirdos from Oklahoma to spend some time with one guy that happened to know sign, going to church there, to invest in a couple of guys that are deaf that can invest in another population group. I don't know if you guys can see the big picture, but this is a big deal. That just a month ago was, as as the Malawians put it, not even in the game. This group was on the sidelines. Didn't think much about them. And that's the last thing, a couple of the last things I want to mention. country of Malawi, there are five interpreters. Millions of people that live there, but five licensed interpreters since 1984. But this is beautiful, a beautiful thing. Bacoma, a Baptist convention of Malawi, have met together, and they've decided they want to put together a coalition of pastors that are going to have a language exchange with some of the people here in the U.S. to learn sign so that they can reach this deaf population. God is up to something really cool and really good, and he's using his people to do it. I'm really excited to be a part of it, and I'm excited to see if any of you guys want to go on the next trip. It's a a long flight. It's a lot of travel, but I'm telling you, it's one of the most beautiful places you'll ever be. One of the most beautiful, some of the most beautiful people you will ever meet inside and out. Um, going, also going back to India in October and December. So if you want to go on either one of those trips, let me know. It's a little bit harder to go to India. It's a little bit tougher of a trip, but you're more than welcome to go. Uh, Jamie and Don asked me if I wanted to go with them because they're already like, we're going back. Bryce, we don't need you. We're just going back. You want to go? And I said, no. <laughs> <I'm good. laughs> Not this time. But if you want to go to Malawi, Africa, there's an opportunity for you in December and in July. I'm not leading those teams, but I know who are. I know the people who are, and you want to go. You want to go. It's going to be, it will be a great trip to be a part of because God is at work. And he wants to use exciting Southeast Baptist Church, and he wants to use you to be a part of it. And not only just use you to be a part of it, but he wants to use you so that your worldview and your perspective on life in him is changed forever. He wants you, and I think he's going to talk about this in just a moment. I'll wrap it up. He wants you totally surrendered. He wants you totally surrendered, totally given over to him and his plan. Proverbs 16.3 says this, Commit your works to the Lord, and your plans will be established if we commit our work to the lord. Amen.
1: Thank you, Bryce. I appreciate his enthusiasm for foreign missions and I believe if you'll ever go on one, it'll be a love for the rest of your life that you want to go out and share the gospel with the, with people that don't hardly ever get to hear the gospel, don't get to don't get to see what the gospel is and and when you send exciting people to to those kind of places exciting things happen and and we want y'all to be excited we want we want y'all to be a part of our our missions team and hopefully uh at the very end of december first of january i'm i'm in on the ground with bryce in uh, india so i'll pray that that works out for me but uh we want to be there and then i believe we're going to visit nepal as well uh and and see uh some of the things that's going on over there and and hopefully uh, get to share the gospel, get to get to meet some people who uh, are excited about Jesus like we are. So, and uh, we want we want y'all to be a part of that. And and Bryce, I, I, I don't know how much I'm going to get into just because of what time we got left. And I knew we was going to be short on time. But I, if you have your Bibles tonight, I want you to open up to the book of John. Open up to the book of John because we're going to be in the book of John for probably a couple of months we are going to look at what it is to have a relationship with jesus christ not just a relationship but who jesus christ is and a relationship now we're not getting away from finding jesus in the scriptures we're not going to get away from that because we're going to get a whole bunch of jesus right here in the book of john so if you found the book of john just wherever you got it, maybe it's on your phone, maybe it's in your Bible, but did you find the book of John? Does everybody know where the book of John is? Well, I encourage you over the next couple of weeks to open up to the book of John, read the book of John, and we're going to discover a lot about Jesus right out of that book. And that was just a test to see if you could find it. We're not going to read anything out of the book tonight, but I'm going to tell you one thing, and I told this to Bryce and I told it to several others, John is 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 shallow enough that a little baby can walk through it, but it is deep enough that an elephant can swim through it. So when it comes to the book of John, we're going to learn a lot in depth about who Jesus is. And in some of the conversation I have, and one of them was was with Jordan Herman the other other day. He said, "Man, David, sometimes you just go way too deep for me." And and the Bible will go way deep, but the book of john we can understand we can understand who jesus is what he has done for us and and that's going to be the whole point of of going through the book of john is so when we get back into the book of isaiah because john and isaiah tie together so many times and we will go find jesus in the book of isaiah and all the prophecies that it talks about jesus and how we know that this is the same jesus that it's talking about but uh If you do a quick search of the definition of what Christianity is, you're likely to find something about uh, following the teachings of Jesus. And that's true. Christianity is about following the teachings of Jesus. The problem is most people turn the idea of following Jesus into following rules. We We want to say, well, you've got to follow this set of rules over here if you're going to follow Jesus. But that's not necessarily true. What did the disciples do when he called them? What did they do? What was the simplest thing that they'd done? They just followed Jesus, didn't they? Does it say that they'd done a lot of things with Jesus? No. They just followed Jesus. If you want a relationship with Jesus, you need to follow Jesus. And it's it's a relationship. It's not rules. And we need to realize that. As we begin to explore what God tells us about himself through the Bible, you're going to find that being in a loving, committed relationship with him is the main thing. It's the main theme of what the Bible is all about. It's about being in love with Jesus and having a relationship with him. And as we've been finding Jesus in every book of the Bible, some of the discussions that I've had, like I said, with our younger Christians is, man, some of this stuff is just too deep. Or we're going to shallow things up so we can get an understanding of just who Jesus is. And we're going to learn the things that we need to learn from him. I'm going to read a, a verse out of uh, Acts. And it's going to be in Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4, verse 20. Let's see. Acts 4, verse 13. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled and they realized that they had been with Jesus. They were, they seen that they were uneducated and untrained men. But what they realized is that they had been with Jesus. These guys just, had been hanging around Jesus. They followed Jesus, they listened to his teachings, and they seen his miracles, and they knew that he was God. And we can have that same relationship with Jesus because we've got a book that tells us everything about him. And the book of John probably goes into more detail about the truth and the grace of Jesus Christ than any other book in the Bible. And that's why I want to spend a little bit of time diving in to the book of John. So you you know we're going we're to be going next week. I'm going to be swimming. I'm sorry. I'm not even going to be here. We're having a back-to-school bash for the kids, and they're going to come to my house, and we're going to swim a little bit. So I'm going to get to do that. But the week after that, we're going to start. We're going to dive in, and we're going to get to look at what it's what it is to have a relationship with Jesus and how how to follow Jesus. Who Jesus is. Learn just a a little bit more about him. And find out some some details and things that you may have, have not ever seen, may have not ever thought about, but we're just gonna hang out with Jesus. We're just gonna be around Jesus so we can know who he is and have a relationship with him. So that's the introduction for what we're gonna be doing over the next couple of months probably because John's about 21 chapters long, and I don't know that we'll get through all of them uh, week by week, so you can figure out how long it might take us to get all the way through that book. But let's, let's, uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer tonight in our prayer time, and, uh, and, and tonight I'm going to open the altars up, and, and we're going to have a, 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 just a sincere prayer time. I know there's a lot, of, a lot of things going on in our church, and I know there's a lot of things that we need to be praying about. And I may be able to get Bob up here to play a little bit of music here in just a minute. But is there any prayer requests that we need to be lifting up tonight? Yes. Boyd's going to MD Anderson. When, when do you know what day's going? So there's one thing right there. We need to be praying for Boyd, and we need to be praying for Connie. Boyd's, I mean, he's, he's fighting and battling, but uh, it's it's, it's, been, its wearing on him. Anyone else? Any other prayer requests tonight? Yes, Kelly. You got a first name? Laura. Laura. yes yeah we got schools. some schools starting to show start tomorrow or they start the 11th so that's actually the day after our back to school bash so them kids are getting a real back to school bash right before school starts uh laura said that some of the kids are going back tomorrow um colleges are starting up bryce went back to school for college down there So we need to be praying for our students. Like we've got one that's going back to college, and she should be going back in two weeks, I think, so, so the twenty-first. So um, we've got a lot of kids going back to school. Yeah, pray for our elections. Pray for that process, Martha. Manning? Mm -hmm. Scott Manning? What's her name? What's first name? Genevieve. Genevieve. Susie's moms would have been good enough. So, it was cardiac cardiac fluid around the heart? So, okay. If you didn't hear that, Trudy 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 still pretty pretty bad shape. Got some cardiac problems going on. A lot of water uh, in her body. A lot of fluids, and, and and they're trying to change her medication to help her get that. Uh, yes. She'll be eighty-eight Saturday. So, Amy, what did you? Yeah, the pray for the Rau family. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Pray for a safe weekend at camping with Christ and. And then the opportunities that may arise down there because we're down there uh, worshiping and, and praising Jesus, maybe uh, somebody will see that and, and have some questions for us. So maybe we can even go around to some of those campsites and visit and see if we can't share Jesus with some of those people. Any other requests tonight? Yes, Kelly. Barrett's, Barrett's got a, Kayla's Barrett, he's got a fever, so that little boy is sick a lot. Anybody else? Anything else that we need to be praying for? Marty's been preaching up at, at, at Narcissus Baptist Church up by Miami, uh, and he's going to be doing that till the end of August, so keep Marty in your prayers. So, he has no business drive even driving up there, but he's doing it, and uh is and James going to be preaching it at, at watts oh okay pray for pray for James as well as they fill the pulpit. It's a tough job behind this thing up here Anyone else any other request tonight? Bob, if you would, just come and just play for us as we uh, come and we, we, we fill our altars this evening. Just let's uh, remember Boyd Rice and, and his trip he's making down to MD Anderson, the cancer that he's fighting, and pray for Connie as well, and then uh, pray for Laura that's got COVID. Let's pray for our students going back to school, uh, Leslie and Danny Maynard, pray for them, Scott Manning, and then uh, Genevieve, pray for her, uh, and Marcia and Karen. Sutterfield. Pray for Miss Trudy. Uh, let's pray for the Rau family um, that uh, they, they get through this COVID deal. Let's pray for our camping with Christ this weekend and, and pray for young Barrett and pray it's for our, our men who are uh, serving their Lord and Savior by going and filling pulpits at other churches right now. And let's just uh, pray that God gives them the knowledge and the wisdom and, the, and uh, the Spirit preaches through them. The altars are open this evening as uh, Bob and them play. Let's, let's fill our altars this evening and let's pray for these things that have been mentioned tonight.